And then in that case with Breakthrough, how they did end up putting it on the Korean uh, version of, or on the, on Feel Special. Um, do they, do you get a notification for that kind of thing? Or is it kind of just like, oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> Dude, when I found out about that, mm -hmm. um, they, uh, they first presented it to the world, I think it was at the, uh, this award show. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly which award show it was, but it was pretty huge. Mm -hmm. So it was, I think it was live broadcasted on TV. Mm -hmm huge arena of, of people and it was like they came down on this like bench on in the stage and then it was like and then they did the thing and then i listened to the what they were doing and it was in korean i was like holy <laughs> what does that mean we're getting a korean release i was like right. oh, flipping out i think i cried then oh, really <laughs> Yeah, because that was my first actual Korean release in Korean in Korea. So that was uh, that was special. Yeah, you posted about it on Instagram. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were coming down on the little thing. I see what you're talking about. Yep. Oh my gosh! Wow, you cried. Okay, that's a, so that was a very monumental moment for sure. Wow. Speaking of live um, performances, uh, like I said, this is an online. We're on an online live streaming company, um, and. Live streaming or online concerts have been the thing, you know, obviously, of course, because of COVID. Have you been able to watch any live stream or online concerts? Not a full concert. I've, I full mean, concert. I've always been watching and I'm still watching like the performances that they mm. put out. Uh, because since it's such a performance driven style, right? So I need to be thinking of uh, I'm, I'm, when I'm writing a song, I'm already like visualizing, hey, this is where another member would interject and like, do they have enough screen time and stuff like that? Um, really? So, yeah, at, at least like, hey, this part, I'm trying to imagine like, hey, this, this rap part is like four bars and then another member would come in here. So I, you know, I vocal it differently so that it becomes clear from listening to the demo, this is where another member would come in. And that obviously ties into how they would perform it as well. Oh, see, everybody, he's thinking about your biases screen time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's making sure they get enough lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love that. Okay. That's so interesting. And so you're visualizing, like, are you visualizing, like, the theme and the stage design or, like, for, like is that something you're, you're thinking that far? Or I guess trying to, like, imagine that far ahead? I, I um, when I, when I come up with a concept or a title, I try and envision mm -hmm. more the um, uh, the MV of, okay. of the song. Got so it. like, hey, I have a I have a, a title here that's like very, you know, I want it to be a little bit visual or like mm -hmm. just from getting that one title, uh, the MV, there should be an image in in into your into your mind, you know. Mm. Oh, that makes sense, right? And so then with breakthrough, when you when you sent it over, um, um. You know, of course you send it over. I'm sure you send it over in different, like, or what's it called? Different late, like it's, what's it called? Layer or not layered. Um, you send over the workspace. Or you, what is it called? Like the, so that they can remove different parts depending on how they, like for a performance version, like you would send over. Yeah, yeah. You call them stems. Oh, stems. Okay. So yeah, there's, there's um, the, the, the track stems. Okay. Um, and that's like the production side of things. Um, and which they then, you know, uh, have a have a separate mixer, uh, find go through with a fine tooth comb and mix it just right and get it to a master, blah blah blah. So that's a lot of technical stuff. 
Hmm. And then the vocal stems um, has like every separate part, every uh, every harmony and the lead vocals, maybe dub dubs like doubles of the lead vocals to thicken the the main melody oh. and every everything that's vocal that would be part of the vocal stems pretty much. And I think that's what they cross reference when they start recording the song. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. So oh, so you're sending. So stems is what it's called. It's like literally like a st- like a stem. It's like a branch of yeah. a song essentially. Okay. Oh, and and, and then you, like how many files normally are you sending over when you are sending over like that finished kind of um, t- track? So my vo- when I send my vocal stems to a producer because mm-hmm. the the when I record it, uh, I also every every song I export the vocal stems and send it to the producer so he can like mix the demo right mm-hmm. um so that might be somewhere between 20 to 40 50 files just what? different layers depending on how crazy i get with like oh but i want this because w- sometimes one step it's every stem has a, like a different set of effects right that's like how it's loaded into the project right so when there's like a distorted blah 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 whatever effect somewhere and it's only once in the song that would be one stem uh i try to make it compact and like workable and not overload the producer right but uh especially when i work with uh with another top liner uh-huh. and we have like two sets of vocals on the track that that means there's even more stems so yeah i feel bad for the wow producers sometimes Oh, I never even thought about it. I always thought like, okay, they just, just they just send the project as like one and it's just that one version. And then they the people can just pick apart however they want to do it. But like, wow, I didn't know you were literally sending over like different takes essentially. Yeah, because um, uh, I wouldn't be able to send over my project because someone else would not uh, have the same plugins or would mm-hmm. not even be using the same DAW, right? So even oh. a, the, a different type of software. Right. Okay, I was going to ask that, actually. Are you using, like, in working with, do you have to have the same? And you, okay, so you're basically sending over, you're not sending over the, the project file of that, of the the, yeah. the stem. You're sending over the literal, wave like, wave file. Okay, got yeah. it. Understood. Oh, okay. And do you have to label those differently? Yeah, yeah, ah. pretty much. Because it needs to be clear, hey, this is a lead vocal. This is harmony one harmony two oh. this is left this is right <laughs> oh okay oh, i see oh that's wow that's really interesting so i'm assuming like your computer has to be your computer files have to be very organized for your own sake right yeah okay. yeah and i have a pretty streamlined by now so that i also know like when i load up a project i, I know exactly where to put what mm-hmm. and then ob- obviously there's every song has like a couple different mm-hmm. um uh different layers specific to that song but the majority of it is always the same it's lead left lead right lead Mm -hmm. middle one two (laughs) Mm, okay oh that makes sense wow i'm like sitting here thinking i'm I'm wondering and i've heard this they sometimes will keep demo sounds in an actual song is that true the vocals the vocals okay Ah, yeah sometimes sometimes Okay. In what cases are those, they just like stylistically, they enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, this happened with the Dear Sputnik for TXT as well. There's like a thing that I put on the demo that's like very, it's very a very specific effect that I put mm-hmm. on my vocals. Mm-hmm. So it's not 
you can't really make out that it's me anyway, uh, but it has, uh, it adds to the, to the color of the production. Ooh. So it's more like a sound effect than just a vocal in that case. So they, they, uh, they wanted to leave that on as well. What can you tell us what that, that part is, or what does that sound like? Um, yeah, right. I'm just, just thinking, what, yeah. which part is that? There's yeah. a thing, there's a thing at the end of the chorus where it, where it goes, so ah. that's my voice put in like tons of effects ah, how did the, how did you know that that was your rather oh i see what you're saying because you knew that was your voice it wasn't like an effect it was like oh that is actually because you right because you recorded it okay and then <laughs> right okay i'm like right ah okay that's actually really cool and, and then when they complete the song do they send it back to you like hey this is done or is it just like sometimes sometimes okay. they don't uh, okay. depends on the on the label and like the the connection with the label I guess the relationship mm. but uh because obviously it's pretty delicate and they don't want stuff leaking beforehand for sure um, okay so oftentimes most of the time I guess you just def- uh, you're hearing the final um recorded version by the artist for the first time that the whole world gets to hear it for the first time so like in terms of us of when a song is performed live there might be various things during the performance audio wise that a normal person like wouldn't pick up uh and so that's like so like you said like in the final version you hear you know the final version just like everyone else does and then when it's live you know of course, to a normal person, it sounds live. Maybe there's like different, there's different instrumentation or there's like an actual band being used. Of course, there's, you know, they're singing live to whatever degree. Um, but are there any things that like also kind of change on the back end that like maybe a normal person who's not versed in works like directly with music that like they might, that that changes that you can tell that happens normally in performances or just something that's pretty much, I think they pretty much use the same thing but maybe they have a I, I don't know about that maybe they they would mix it a little bit differently so that it comes out differently on on a on a tv broadcast mm-hmm. um obviously the vocal mix is different because they're from what i can tell they're um i'm not involved in this process so i don't know the specifics but mm-hmm. um there's they're singing to the song right but they don't mm-hmm. want to they don't want the lead vocal of of the of the actual song to like clash with what they're singing uh, for that broadcast so Hmm. they would like tone all of that down uh so that's a mixing thing they would mix the vocals differently on that version to have like a performance ready version and then i guess there's i think i don't think they really do anything different for the track unless it's like a stylistic choice and they would have like you know taeyang would have like a live band playing at his concert so obviously then it, the whole sound changes of the song and then they would redo the whole uh, arrangement so that it doesn't clash with the backing track and blah, 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 blah. From what I've seen, you know Korean, a little bit of Korean, correct, right? Uh, enough to it, get by. Are you like <laughs> conversational, fluent? No, I w- no. But I've, I've managed to uh, to make myself, you know, because not everyone in Korea speaks English. Sure. Or, but I found that a lot of people understand English, but they don't speak it. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I'm a little bit like that, but in reverse. I but see. I know I know enough to like make myself understood. So in when there, I've had sessions with a producer, um, 
where they didn't really speak English.、Mm. So I had to make do in Korean.、Mm-hmm. So it's pretty basic, but at least, you know, we can communicate. <laughs>、mm, I see. A lot of K pop producers are based out of the Scandinav- Scandinavian area, slash, like the European, the Northern European. Uh, UK、right. uh, area. What is that that community of producers and songwriters like?、Um, kind of getting to know each other. I saw you did something with London Noise.、Um, of course, you're with you know Enervate、uh, Music,、um, which everyone is. Everyone else, I guess, is in the UK for the most part. It seems, or London. The majority for sure. The majority,、yeah. <laughs> right?、Um, what is that that community of like? And I don't want to also generalize, say like all of Europe, but like, what is that? Is is that a tight knit community? Like, what's it like being a part of that community? Um. I don't know if it's a tight knit community like、mm-hmm. uh, across countries、okay. in, in, within Europe. I think it's you know、uh, I wouldn't I, I don't、uh, everything is remote anyway, so I wouldn't say I'm closer to a UK writer than a US writer. I we're, see. We're all in touch on social media DMs. Yeah.、Um, but I think a, a, there's probably a difference in a, between.、Um, workflow maybe. Oh.、Okay. So like. I think in LA, that's from my understanding.、Mm-hmm. It doesn't really stop, and there, it's way more everything interconnects and blah blah. blah. And I think、uh, the Swedish are way more structured in that sense that they're like, this is when we start, this is when we end, that's when we pump out all the work, and then we go home and chill. You know,、uh-huh. so, work-life balance. A, yeah, yeah. I think that's you know not across just music. That, I think that's a very Scandinavian thing anyway.、Mm. Um, So yeah, that that we also see that in music as well. But then we're we're still musicians, so there's a, there's a lot of、uh, late night working going on as well. But not not in the camps that I've seen in、uh, in Sweden. It, it ends at a certain time. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I I guess that thinking of their their. Their government and I don't know how it relates, but just thinking of their government is my mind. I'm like, oh, I know what they implement. So, yeah, work life balance and an ease to life. That's not a bad thing at all, for sure. Yeah,、um, I mean, it, it um, because there's there's different perks to to each style of working, right? Because, yeah. You know, uh, maybe in LA you would just walk in a session somewhere and be like, hey, and would be way more chill and open vibe, and you could. Just plug in, go whenever you want.、Mm-hmm. But then the perk of going like the Scandinavian way would be like this is the time frame, and that's where we get most efficient within that time frame. So、mm-hmm. yeah, to each their own, I guess. Totally right. And have you traveled to the U.S. for、um, for work? Not yet. I th- it's definitely in the cards, but it's so dependent on、mm-hmm. when the world is going to open up again. Before we go, I just want to spotlight. The sort of like decorative shelf you have in the background.、Um, can you de? Yes. Can you detail <laughs> us like what? I, it, obviously, it looks like definitely some of the albums that you've been a part of that are on there,、um, and yeah, yeah. maybe some like what's on that shelf.、Um, <laughs> there, there's a there's Victon obviously. Ah、uh, yeah. I'm I'm seeing King and Prince. That was、mm-hmm. Japanese、mm-hmm. breakthrough single.、Mm-hmm. Txt. Yeah. NCT behind there. There's feel special by Twice,、yeah. which I got signed. Ooh, that was really nice. Oh, you visited JYP. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they、uh, they provided me with a signed copy. I was like, yes, love that. Going on my shelf. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I see GWSN. Yeah. Oh, nice. Kiss to my. That's Jap- Japanese. That's、mm-hmm. a Japanese Twice album. And then <gasps> below there's Six Tones. Uh. 
an, another version of the NCT album. Yeah, I, I want to have like everything that I worked on, yeah. I want to own. <laughs> I is don't know any- if I'll be able to keep that up, but. Right. Well, oh, well, I guess I was going to say, is there anything you can tease? And I'm like, you probably cannot, but hopefully um, something soon is coming out. You can add to your repertoire and we oh, yeah. be fangirls over here cheering you on for sure. Um, but I'm really thankful for the time uh, that you've given us today, Ronnie. Um, before we leave, is there anything you want to share? Any piece of advice you want to give to aspiring top liners and people that want to work in music um, at all? I guess if you want to be doing what I'm doing, you need to uh, be prepared to put in a lot of work. <laughs> Not okay. to just hype myself up, but don't expect results to come right away is, is okay. more what I'm saying. Okay. It's, a, it's about the long game type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a marathon for sure. Um, Even if you happen to get lucky and make that one cut right, uh, like pretty quickly, that doesn't mean that it will be sustainable from that Mm. point onward. So Mm. I guess you're just building a library and like keep um, keep uh, upping your game. I mean, that is a really great piece of advice. I feel like in entertainment in general, I mean, like it's it's hard to just like pop in and be like what's good. Like I'm, I'm out here, like getting number one hits or making, you know, getting thousands of downloads on podcasts and stuff. It takes time and trial and error and things like that. But uh, I love that piece of advice. And, and before we leave also, can you tell people where they can uh, find you on social medias? I would just say my Instagram. Cause that's like the, my main mm-hmm. thing where I put every, um, yeah, where I put everything that's just mm-hmm. at Ronnie icon. So R O N N I E I C O N just one no dashes, no nothing. <laughs> That's a very iconic name, Ronnie. I, I'm sure you've heard that so many times. <laughs> You're like, Actually, no, no, not just not quite like that. My, my publisher would like when he calls me up, he's like, Icon. <laughs> ah. When he picks up the phone, Icon. Icon. <laughs> I love that. It's like it sounds like Acon, but then there's Icon the group. I don't know. There's like that's right, right, right. I I, I I thought of that name like right before Icon the 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 K-pop group debuted. Uh-huh. I was like, they did not just take this exact <laughs> name <laughs> and put a K and make the I lowercase. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like okay, I'm good. <laughs> I saw that uh you you really enjoy Bi's sort of style and voice. Yes. Uh, what do you yes. think about his new solo work? Love it. Love it. Yeah. I think it's so modern, so fresh. He's mm-hmm. so in tune with with what's happening right now and, and current trends of, of, mm. uh, of, of melodies, you know? Love it. Interesting, current trends of melody. This is my last question, because now that you just <laughs> interest, I'm like, current trends of melodies, like what is a current trend of a mel- like melodies these days? Um, I think j- every, every song is different and every part is different, but mm-hmm. as a general rule of thumb, I think melodies are becoming um, more, uh, what he's doing is very urban, very a, a little bit emo rap inspired is what I'm hearing. Okay. He also mentioned that he loves Post Malone, which makes total sense in the style of melodies. It's more straight lines with like and 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 a lot of repetition. Okay, uh, but it feels it feels modern and fresh, and not just you know trying to Mozart your way through the song every mm. time. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it's you know that reminds me of like a lot like a I don't know Doja Cat and. Uh, uh, Normani's song, like Wild Side, it's very like stripped down or it's like stripped down, like uh, sort of. I guess the vocals. essence is more that, laid bare. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. Um, anyway, side note, but I thank you for explaining that to me. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So I, I, again, I really appreciate uh, your time. Um, really appreciate Innervate Music, Cecilia and Obi, who I've not met yet, but thank you guys for always reaching out um, for these yeah. podcasts. Really, really <laughs> love to maybe one day get like a round table of like all of Innervate. Like, all that would be here. amazing. Very, that very would be cool. amazing. Yeah. We should definitely, um, hang out next time I'll be able to get to Seoul. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, seriously though, if you guys all, co- oh my God, that'd be so much fun. And, and maybe we can all go out on a day where you don't have to be in the studio the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Thursday <laughs> party. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then some, <laughs> that would be so much fun. But again, thank you so much, Ronnie. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast. You can subscribe to us on any podcast platform. And you watch this video on Venue Live's YouTube channel. And stay up to date with our Instagram and Twitter at Rev the Stage Pod. Thank you so much for listening. And see you next week.